5: My computer says we're in double digits. That's kind of nice. How about that? Wow. Uh, Welcome in. Be careful out there if you're out and about for your lunch hour. We've got wrecks all over the place. It might not look bad. The sun is out, which makes it deceiving. It's not melting anything like you would think. So. Yeah, it's just way uh, too
0: cold for that. So yeah, just you watch yourself and, and do – I mean, we said it during our talk about the Chiefs game as well. Recognize it is that cold outside, and you're going to need something over uh, over all of your clothes and keep layering up and doing all of the stuff you're normally supposed to do.
5: Absolutely. Okay, so I finally left my house last night, first time since the Chiefs game on Saturday, to go out and watch part of the, uh, the Buffalo game. And I got into a conversation with a couple of friends of mine about um, – Both sides of this about whether you have ever fired, like decided to no longer use the services of someone like a hairdresser or your barber or financial advisor or the person that cleans your house or your pedicurist or whatever it is. And whether they have ever fired you as a client, which is what happened in this particular case that we were talking about last night. And if you have ever done the firing, what was the reason and were you honest about it? That seems to be the tricky part is do you tell them the real reason you no longer want their services? <laughs> 913-586-7798. Uh,
0: what about your experiences here? Did you have anything to throw into the conversation?
5: Several, actually. And I don't like the I don't like the conflict of that. I don't want to make somebody feel bad yeah. ever, right? And so you and I were going back and forth last night. I have um I don't like the term fired. I have changed Financial advisors. I did that um, several years ago because I just did that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What was your reason? He was a jerk. Oh, uh, and, okay. and really, <laughs> it, and it's funny because it, it had nothing to do with his competence at his job. He was actually very good and did very well by us in terms of money. And this is a guy that he was associated with my mom. So naturally, mm-hmm. we just kept him on mm-hmm. and, um, and, and for a while, but I mean, I got bad vibes from the guy almost immediately to the point where I couldn't really understand why my mom would have dealt with him because she obviously did not need to. And, yeah. uh, and but I guess she trusted him for whatever reason. And like I said, I mean, it made us money, but it, it was to the point where any question that I had for him was met with snark oh, and no. it, and just i mean there was i'll give you an example just so that it'll kind of make sense um we had that financial downturn of what about four or five months ago when everybody yes. got hit We all lost. Right. (laughs) A lot, yeah. And right in the middle of that, I sent him a quick email and I said, hey, you know, I I know this is a rough patch. That's fine. I just want to know, is there anything that you think we should be doing differently? And I got a lecture back from him about... You know, this is the kind of thing that happens in the financial markets. And if you don't, you know, think you should be invested this way, then you know, maybe we need to rethink our entire strategy. And I was like, whoa, 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 wow. time out, dude! All I was doing was asking you, do I need to pay attention to this, or are you on it? And if you tell me you're on it, okay, fine. But yeah, I did not need that, and that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's. We we had been looking for a new guy anyway, but when I got that email back, I was like, that's it, we're done. Wow.
5: Yeah, that would be the end of it for me, too, very quickly. I do the same thing. In fact, I'm probably a pain in the neck for the guy <laughs> that I have because I we, we do this every day, right? So I already know how the markets are doing. Sure. So he can tell me 13 times a day, don't look, don't look. He'll always tell me, don't, and I can access everything online. Yep. He'll always tell me, don't look, but I already know what's going on anyway. So I don't have to look at it to know how the market's doing. And I do the same thing. I just, listen, he's got much bigger clients than me with a gazillion dollars more than what I have with him. But I'll just do the same thing. I'll be like, hey, I noticed, you know, it's not lost on me that some things are, are off with the market. Any any talk? Any, anything I should be doing differently? And right. I, You know? And he always tells me what your guy did, except he's very, very nice about it.
0: And that's the thing if if he had been even decent about it it would have been fine if he had said no just stand pat right now we're going to lose a little bit of money but in the long run we'll make it back and by the way we did everything that we lost during that Mm -hmm. we made it back plus some in the four months that ensued so that was fine but i don't need to be treated like that and i don't think anybody needs to be treated like that
5: i moved um the person that i had was great and awesome and i was um the financial advisor that i used to have in illinois uh, dropped dead of a heart attack in his kitchen. Ooh, wow. And so I had to move everything here and that was fine. But then I moved again, because the place that I'm at now da- is full service. They do a lot of stuff in house, like my will can be done there. Everything, I like everything being in one place. If I get hit by a truck, I want it to be simple. And so everything becomes simple there. Um, wow, yeah, that just sticks about the experience that you had. There's just no reason for that. It's customer service. Yes, I get that you're annoyed probably at this email from me. He probably rolls his eyes every time he gets it. But he <laughs> responds in in a very nice, you know, and, knowing that I need to understand.
0: Right. And by the way, in case you're thinking, well, you know, how many times have you emailed him that day? No, no, no. That was the first email that I had probably sent him in months. You know, I wasn't yeah. that guy who was always breathing down his neck.
5: Somebody just sent on the text line, you can't fire someone that you go to like a hairdresser. You just stop going to them. No, I- I don't think so. I I think particularly women, I'm not this person, but a lot of women have a hairdresser and there's a relationship there and a lot of trust there and you go every six or eight weeks or three months or whatever it is, and you don't, that's rude. I mean, if it's somebody that you go to on a regular basis and you just ghost them and just stop going, uh, I I wouldn't want that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want that that way. I, I know what the text is saying. I have a $13 haircut. Okay, and and, yeah. and I don't care where I spend that $13. But yeah, I know what you mean that if it's somebody where you have that client relationship with them, and then you just stop going. Well, yeah, then they don't know. And I mean, that that's different from just going to super cuts, you know, right. <laughs> like I do and getting a $13 haircut.
5: I want to go to the phones because I think this is going to go in in an interesting direction about this person. Uh, 913-586-7798. Teola has called us out of KC. Hi,
2: Hi, Teola. I've uh, I've fired a a, a couple of people, one being my doctor, um, because they didn't listen. Um, And I'm, I'm my own advocate when it comes to healthcare. So if you're not listening to me and I'm not doing it, and I'll tell you, I'm not coming back. Yeah, it's, not. it's over. And then I also fire clients because I'm a hairdresser. And I mean, I'm when it comes to hair, and you're coming to me, I'm I'm the expert. So you're looking to me for my advice. And if you're not following the advice, and things are getting worse, or you're not going to see the doctor before um, you come back. There's nothing I really can do for you, so I just tell you: look, this has been a great relationship, and I, it's wonderful that I met you. But this is not a relationship that's going to That's
0: yeah. That communication on both sides, I think, is a good reason to part ways if it's not happening. Um, I, I, thanks, Tiola, for the call, doctors. That's um, that's a toughie. We've talked about that before because my wife has done that
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, when and and I think that that's really going to be the genesis of a lot of that sort of thing is when you're saying, Okay, what we're doing is not working for me, we need to change and the doctor is adamant. No, we don't. I'm getting back to that whole idea of I'm the expert. I'm the I went to medical school. Yeah, you know, I'm the one that if you're getting that kind of flack back from a doctor, if they're not willing to have that conversation about different ways to approach treatment for something, then yeah, you need to part ways.
5: I have a really great general practitioner i adore her i go to her for everything she's we'd be drinking buddies if she wasn't my doctor because she's just great but for a while she had office staff that i thought was really rude and they're not there anymore she must have switched a few people out but for a while i considered changing doctors because they were just snarky and you're at the doctor's office it's kind of a nerve-wracking experience and had she had had some of those people not changed, I would have found a different doctor and I would have told her because I would have wanted her to know yeah. this is the reason I'm this is the reason I'm switching. Can we talk about the comment for a second where Tiola said I'm the expert as the hairdresser?
0: <laughs> uh huh.
5: Um, so boy, okay, so and I, so I cut my own hair, I have straight hair across the bottom, I don't so I don't that's just not an expense that I have in my life. But sure, you're the expert on how to do it, right? If I go to you and I say, I want layers, and I want, th-, you're the expert on how to do it. And if I'm having like a skin condition or I'm having some kind of problem with thinning hair, you're the expert in that, but I'm the customer.
0: I, yeah, I'm the expert in what I want done.
5: Yeah, I'm the expert, the expert in how, on how I'm to gonna look. It. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. In fact, uh, one of the first shows that I ever did on KMBZ back when I was filling in for Jonathan Weir years ago, I came over because we were living in St. Louis. It's a three hour drive. I figured, you know, I could do it from home, but now nah, I'll, I'll just make the trip came over and I needed a haircut. So I had a couple hours before the show stopped at a place in Mission that's right around the corner from the radio station. And got the absolute worst haircut I've ever had in my life. And I told her before she even started, I said, look, I don't like my hair real short. My wife doesn't like my hair real short. Uh Cut it. But don't make it too short. And I walked out of there, and my hair was about a quarter of an inch long. It, it almost looked like a buzz cut. It was awful, and I looked terrible. And the worst part is, I tipped her. <laughs> so a lot, but, but no, but but I, you know, I just I, I never want to stiff anybody completely. But I was so put off by the entire thing. I have never stepped foot back in that place ever again.
5: So when she did, she ask you what you thought of it, and did you say I like it? Uh, no, oh, and she really
0: didn't ask. I was just like, yeah, okay, sure, fine. Let me get out of here.
5: Huh, interesting. Yeah, we have a hard time being honest about this stuff sometimes yeah. with people. Uh, keep these coming in and give us a call, 913-586-7798. Again, your hairdresser, the person that cleans your house, if you regularly get a massage. The idea of therapy came up last night. We were talking about that. Same idea as doctor, somebody you have a relationship with, if you've ever decided, no, 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 uh, this isn't working for me anymore.
0: Uh, Yeah, And do you tell them I I think that may be an easier one because I know a few people who have done that and it's never really been a a sort of an adversarial thing. It's just like, I don't think the direction we're going is working for me and I got to go find somebody else to do it. And in both cases that I know of where people have done that, it was accepted very graciously. It was not. Wait a minute. Give me another chance. It was like, okay, I understand. Go Mm -hmm. find what you're looking for. 913-586-7798.
5: Phone lines are ringing. We'll get to more of your calls next here on KMBZ. We'll get to your calls here in a sec. 913-586-7798. We were talking about whether you have ever fired or stopped (laughs) using the services of someone like your doctor or your hairdresser. We've got some interesting things coming in here uh, on the phones here in a second. If you've ever decided not to use that person anymore and if you were honest with them about
0: why. And it goes the other way too. I think we're going to hear about this in just a second. If you are the service and have decided not to do business with a particular client anymore, how did that conversation go? Laura and Blue Springs is up next to this. Hi, Laura. Hey,
6: guys, how are you? Great, That's welcome great. in. Um, so yeah, I'm um, a veterinary technician um, and work in a clinic. Um, we were actually just chatting about this the other day in the office about the ability to fire clients. Um, some people are just miserable and are never happy, you know, no matter what kind of service you offer them. We, um, we're a corporated clinic, but we do have a template. I wish I could tell you exactly what it says. I'm sure, you know, it's very respectful and probably doesn't put, um, you know, much blame or, or whatever on the client, but we have the ability, we have a template to print off. We print off their records of whatever and send it to them. It's. I don't think it's usually like a personal interaction as a, as a firing um, because we kind of put up with quite a bit sometimes from certain clients um, and it usually has to be several instances. Um, but we, ha- we definitely have the ability to fire clients.
2: Like That's I, guess, good. I don't
6: think it, it happens probably enough sometimes because so some people just aren't happy um, ever but um, yeah, it is nice to know that, that there is an option to do so I guess. And
0: I'm I'm totally behind you when it comes to their behavior, to the client's behavior. If they're being abusive to you or being, you know, just jerks, then yeah, fine. Yeah, cut ties. I'm curious, though, right. do, does that firing of a client ever have to do with their, their level of care for their pets? Like if they're not, uh, if you're giving them a plan for how to treat something that's going on with their pet and they're just not doing it
6: say um that that is usually ever the reason okay um because you know people can kind of say you know whatever they would like to and sometimes we know otherwise um usually it's them you know being either verbally abusive you know several different times coming in the clinic um which like i said some people are just miserable and it takes a a lot i've been there Mm -hmm. um almost three years and i can't truly ever tell you of a client that we have fired usually they just kind of coming in, you know, if if there is, you know, such a, a big instance that has happened. Yeah. um, But no, it's usually like a, a verbal, personal, so, so they think interaction. But um, yeah, it doesn't usually so much have to do with the care of their pet per se. but Good. Okay.
0: Interesting. Yeah. All right. Wow. Laura, yeah. thank you.
5: Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. What a bummer. These are all bumming me out. It just, why are people <laughs> like that? You know, I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either. Yeah, I mean, why yeah, why why use the energy to be that miserable when you could just not use the energy and be happy?
5: <laughs> yeah, or, or just be okay and not just get yourself more aggravated. Uh, let's see, we can go to Kevin next up at of Lee's Summit. Hey,
2: Kevin. Good afternoon. How I guess it is afternoon. Yeah, it is. Good. Hey, no, uh, I was just telling your screener that I fired um, my lawn care service. And it was not because they were doing a bad job. It's just, I had a young kid that wanted to start his own business. And I said, you know what? I'd rather give that kid a shot. And so I called the service and said, Hey, I'm not going to be using you anymore. And everything was fine. But then they call back and they're like, why? I tell you what, we'll give you more discounts. We'll, we'll do this. We'll do that. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I am going to do this because I like seeing somebody young step up to the pump and say, I want to do something. Good for you. And they just couldn't get it through their head. And then he gets into, well, what kind of fertilizer does he use? Well, (laughs) I, I don't know stuff that you put on the lawn. I said, I don't ask the kid. You know, when I ask somebody for the time, I don't care how the watch is made. I just want it done. And it's just it was odd it was the most uncomfortable situation and i doubt very seriously that even if the kid does a bad job i won't go back to them yeah just because of that alone
0: yeah i am glad you stuck to your guns on that and and yeah i mean keep in mind you always have the option to just hang up (laughs) you know uh kevin i love the call thank you and that you know, again, there's just no excuse for it. And when somebody comes back like that, we used to go through this with, the, uh, with the satellite company when we still use direct TV, we used mm-hmm. to go through this with them all the time where I'd say, you know, it's just too expensive. I'm just going to cut it off. And they'd say, oh, well, we'll give you this discount and that discount. <laughs> and this. And I'm thinking, okay, why didn't you just do that all along
5: then? Yeah, because they're not—they weren't concerned about losing your business at that point, um,
0: right? But if you can give me the service for half of what I'm paying you, why? why yeah, we. Well, yeah, I. I just hate that when all of a sudden, when you're going to lose me, now you found a discount for me.
5: What's more maddening is when you're not happy with them and you're going to leave, and they don't do anything to try to keep you. Like, they don't care whatsoever about whether they, which has happened to me uh, with cell phone companies before. All right, we need to get to a break. I know we have callers on hold. We'll get to you. We also have some breaking business news to talk about for a moment coming up. We'll get to that as well next here on KMBZ.
4: failed.
5: We'll get back to your calls here uh, in just a couple of minutes. Hang with us. But there is some pretty significant breaking news out of the world of business. Um, There had been a proposal for two budget airlines, uh, JetBlue and Spirit. We talk about Spirit Airlines quite a bit to merge and become one. There were some concerns about the lack of competition if that were to happen. And uh, now we have an answer about
0: it. Yeah, the Federal Trade Commission blocked it. They said no dice on the mergers. So it's what's happened since that announcement just about 45 minutes ago that has been an, an unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen this happen this fast where Spirit Airlines has now dumped more than half its stock value in half an hour. It's down to what? Six something? Yeah, the last, uh, here, let me refresh here. Uh, it had been, it opened the day at, uh, it's come back a little bit. It opened the day at $15 a share <laughs> and was down to six sixty a share just a few minutes ago. It's bounced back up to a little over $7 a share, but still, it's down more than 50% just on the day. JetBlue, on the other hand, is up slightly. They've gained about 5% on their stock, which means that it's pretty clear who Wall Street thinks is going to be the winner in this.
5: Interesting. Um, Yeah, it was a federal judge in Boston that made uh, that decision. The Justice Department had filed the lawsuit saying JetBlue's plan, uh, JetBlue was going to buy Spirit, that makes sense then, um, would eliminate the unique competition that Spirit provides and about half of all ultra-cost, ultra-low-cost airline seats in the industry and leave tens of millions of travelers to face higher fares and fewer options.
0: This is kind of an interesting thing because as I'm looking over their stock history for about the last month, month and a half, it's been incredibly stable was was pardon me for not knowing the answer to this was uh, Spirit Airlines in bankruptcy was JetBlue looking at buying them. Think so, because usually the only time you see a stock price that's that even across the board to the point where on December 18th, it was $16.03. And it was fourteen ninety seven at close yesterday, and it never fluctuated more than fifty cents either way from that. That that usually is an indicator that either they're in bankruptcy or headed toward it.
5: So I just Googled, um, I just Googled Spirit Airlines bankruptcy and Fitch Ratings had a story from October saying Fitch had downgraded Spirit Airlines to a B. I remember and the that. outlook was negative. Um, recovery analysis assumes Spirit would be reorganized as a going concern in bankruptcy rather than be liquidated. I didn't realize Spirit Airlines was having any financial trouble.
0: Apparently so. <laughs> so I mean, it's, yeah, you it's... never
5: hear about, you just never hear about that. I, I didn't think Spirit was struggling at all. Huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, if yeah, and that's it's unclear whether Fitch in that story was indicating that they're in bankruptcy now or just that they're headed in that direction. And maybe that's what uh, JetBlue was trying to do was buy them at a bargain basement price to save them from bankruptcy, to just kind of merge the two airlines. But uh, just wild to see that. Like we said, it had been very, very stable for over a month and then all of a sudden just dropped off a cliff today. I
5: don't think they're in bankruptcy i think okay there, there's a concern there the downgrade reflects guidance from spirit that management anticipates this story came out october uh anticipates fourth quarter operating margins in 2024 growth prospects to be low compared to the fitch prior expectations they believe spirit faces headwinds in its effort to drive improved profitability in 2024 from engine availability issues pressure on consumers and intense competition.
0: Okay, here's yes, what so I don't work. get
5: about this that I need someone to explain to me is that Spirit Airlines to my knowledge flies to a heck of a lot more cities than JetBlue does. Spirit Airlines has a much bigger network than JetBlue does. Yeah. Um in fact, I've never flown JetBlue. I mean, I've flown I've flown Spirit a couple of times because they go to Denver and they just they just have more flights than JetBlue does.
0: Does JetBlue even have a presence at KCI?
5: Yes, because uh, okay, I there. the the only reason I know it is no, it was Allegiant. I was gonna fly to Destin, Florida, and it's Allegiant. I would have to look. Um, FlightsFrom.com is my favorite site. Um, it doesn't shock me that a federal judge said no. You have two budget airlines. That aside from Allegiant, what are the others? Is that it? It's just JetBlue, Spirit, and Allegiant are kind of your three.
0: And then there's the regional carriers. But, yeah, in terms of nationwide carriers, that's kind of the big three in terms of the budget market.
5: So not letting the the two budget airlines, the two main ones, merge is not a shock to me at all. Why, Why would you let them do it?
0: Right. And uh, and if you're right about that, and I'm sure you are, that that's probably what JetBlue saw in that merger was not so much even caring about the inventory or the people at Spirit or anything else like that. They wanted the access.
5: Frontier is the other one I'm not thinking of. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, I don't believe JetBlue has a presence at KCI. Allegiant, I see Spirit, I see Alaska Airlines, I see United, Southwest, and Frontier comes up a couple of times, but not JetBlue. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, if you have um stock and spirit <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's gonna be a nervous Oops. day for you.
5: Yeah. Um okay. If we hear anything else about it, we'll certainly um pass that on to you. Okay, uh back to our conversation. I believe we still have a caller on hold, so we'll get back to that. Um again, we were just talking about whether you fire people that provide you services and if you are honest with them about it. The only other thing I'll add to this real quick is that um, I'm having neck trouble, a lot of neck trouble. So I went and got a massage recently, and I went in, and he, you know, they always ask you like, "What do you need done? What do you want?" I'm like, "You need to spend an hour fixing my neck. Like my neck is a mess." And um, I went to a massage school where you fill out forms afterward to grade them, and he needed to trim his nails, and oh, I wow. felt bad about because like his hands were like there's your scm is like a cord like muscle in your neck and the way to untangle it is to like get your fingers around it i didn't tell him in the massage that the nails were like digging into but i did put it on the the form (laughs) why didn't i tell him when he was doing it
0: why wasn't i honest with him when he when his fingers were I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have either. Uh, yeah, I got very lucky and found the massage therapist that we finally found after all this time of looking for somebody. She's outstanding. But you're right, it can be tough. Um, let's get Bruce and Raytown in and see what uh, what his take is on all of this. Hey, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce are you with us? Oh, he was oh, holding on for him. so
5: long. Oh, I'm sorry. It sounded like <laughs> we lost him like
0: right as we were bringing him <laughs> on the air. Sorry, sorry. about that, Bruce.
5: We had to uh, update breaking news there. Okay, well, um, well, okay. Um, I was just looking to see what JetBlue stock price was doing, but um, yeah, don't feel bad about it. I know phone lines are ringing. Don't feel bad about it. It's it. This is this is the lesson in it. It's your money, and if they're not giving you now, I always think like give them a chance. Maybe this is where yeah. like I would want to know if you're not doing a good job somewhere. You want to know before the person just fires you. Give them a chance and and maybe
0: let them fix it. We got Bruce so. back. Let's go ahead and get right to him so we don't have to leave him on hold as long as we did the first time. Hey, thanks for calling back, Bruce. What's on your mind?
1: Yeah, when my mother was uh, 90 years old or 85 years old, I took care, started taking care of her and taking care of her medications and making sure she got it and taking her to the doctor and everything. And she had this uh, doctor from India, I think he was. And, and uh, for five years, I went in there and watched him. Till she was 90 years old and watched him keep giving her more medications. And she, she, she was acting like she wasn't feeling as well each time. And so I just switched doctors and took her to another doctor and I lined up all the medications. I said, tell me what she doesn't need. And all the new medications he gave her, he says she doesn't need any of these. And, and then two others she didn't get. So they dropped her from about 15 medications down to about six. And uh, she started feeling better, and so that guy fired. I didn't even tell him about it. I just switched doctors and uh, she's you know she's she lived to be ninety 96 so she had a long life, and I took care of her the last probably ten years of her
0: life. and that's great that that last six years was probably a lot better than they would have been otherwise because you made the move that you did.
1: Well, I just didn't trust the guy and yeah. and I went in, I went in each time and sat there and watched him talking to her. And, and he just she couldn't understand what he was saying. Number one, he had a, a kind of a, you know, just he just he wasn't from America. and he just didn't have that kind of kind of suave that I needed with a doctor for my mother, so I just fired him.
0: Gotcha. All right. Hey, Bruce, thanks.
5: All right. Thanks to everybody for getting here. Uh, we appreciate the conversation. We'll take a break to wrap the hour. Boy, Hulk Hogan did something pretty significant, uh, kind of saved the day, the white night there. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Hulk Hogan, age 70, had no problem on Sunday night playing the white night uh, when a teen girl was involved in a multi-car crash.
0: Yeah, really nasty one, and this is in an area of Tampa uh, that is right around Tampa International Airport. There's a causeway, the Courtney Campbell Causeway, goes from that area over to Clearwater, where Hulk Hogan lives. But it was on the Tampa side where this wreck happened, like I said, just outside the airport. And this 17-year-old girl was involved in the accident. Her car flipped and rolled several times ended up on its roof and Hulk Hogan, his wife and his buddy, Jake, the Marine happened to be driving by at the time, saw the wreck happen and went over to see if they could help. And Hulk and Jake ended up pulling this 17 year old girl out of her car and to safety. They had to pop the airbag to do it. And they got her out from behind the wheel and waited for the paramedics to get there.
5: Um, Let's see his wife, Sky Daly, put a post online and said, last night after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car flip in front of us. I truly admire my husband, Hulk Hogan, and our good buddy for springing into action, puncturing the girl's airbag and getting her quickly out of the car. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just very rattled. Uh, he was among the first responders to the accident. Um,
0: Yeah, boy, I wish we knew more about the wreck. Um. According to TMZ, they said a car erratically swerved across several lanes of traffic. Now, just again to set the scene, the Veterans Expressway, which is that roadway that goes on the other side of Tampa International Airport, I guess that would be on the west side of TIA, uh, is four lanes across in each direction. It's a huge, God. huge roadway. So they said a car erratically swerved across lanes to catch an exit that it was about to miss onto Independence Parkway, oh. which goes back into my old neighborhood, and in the process clipped another car, which flipped over and tumbled, and that was the one that was being driven by this girl. So she was not at fault for the wreck. She got hit.
5: Uh, yeah, they said she really was not... She was not badly injured. If she If she was, she was just as most of us would be, shaken up, but that was about it.
0: Yeah, paramedics wow. came and they checked her out and everything seemed to be fine.
5: Popped the airbags with tools he had on hand and helped her get out of the car. I wish there were pictures. Oh, of no like, kidding. You know, did he have to break a window? And pull her out through the window or was he able to just open the door
0: well yeah the, the one picture that tmz has of the post wreck you can see and I'll, I'll pop this up for you here real quick um you can see Oh, i've got her, it yeah oh yeah her car you can see it wheels up mm-hmm. so it's wow. interesting to me that they had to pop the airbag though normally they deflate on their own but i guess in this case for whatever reason hers didn't
5: um let's see the buddy is a marine okay uh, cool. All right. Good on him for jumping in when it matters. Can you imagine that face? <laughs> imagine being seeing... her.
0: <laughs> You've just been through this horrible ordeal. Your car has flipped on Independence Parkway and, and it's wheels up and you have no idea what's going on. And you look over and Hulk Hogan is there trying to pull you out of the car. She must have thought she died. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like, funny. this couldn't be real. She's 17. It's conceivable she wouldn't know who he is. Oh, that's also true. Although It's possible. He's in that area though, he's still kind of a big deal. So that's true.
5: Yeah. Good for Hulk Hogan. Um, okay. We have a real estate story to talk about. Uh, and this was out of, uh, the New York post. This is out of the UK. So, you know, you like the house, you're going to buy this house. That's on the market for $5 million. Uh, and as a bonus, you get a 46 foot war plane outside the house
0: just sitting there on the ground just beautiful place by the way yeah i mean the the house itself is a big mansion type sprawling english estate five million dollars is the asking price so that'll give you some idea of what we're talking about here and the plane isn't just any other plane it's a harrier jump jet and I know that name is is probably a bit antiquated by now, but in the mid 80s, that thing came out and it was the first jet aircraft that it looks like a regular fighter jet, but it has the ability, it has these um, nozzles on it, on the jets that can turn. So it can take off straight up. You don't need a runway for it. It can And it can land straight down. Wow. It's vertical takeoff and landing. And this guy always loved it. And he said, you know, some guys, they like the Harrier jump jet and they go out and they buy a model and they keep it on the windowsill, this little eight inch long thing. Uh-huh. I had the opportunity to buy a real one. So I did and just left it there. It's, it's been decommissioned, so it doesn't fly yeah. anymore, but it's, it's there on the lawn and it's a full size. They said of the ones that were made and they didn't make very many of them. Um, the number was in here about how many of them are still around and flight worthy. And it's low double digits.
5: Um, He is 56. His name is Peter Robinson. He described the aircraft as a garden genome that has been <laughs> sitting outside in his garden since he bought it in 2015. My question is, why isn't he taking it with him when he sells the house?
0: It would probably cost so much to move that you might as well just let it go. But you're right, I mean, if he has a fascination for that aircraft, and it isn't, I mean, it's a, it's a piece of aviation history, no doubt. But if you've got an affinity for that, wouldn't you take the expense, take it out of that $5 million you're asking for the house and move the plane with you?
5: He is a mathematician who made it professionally by solving problems for the Ministry of Defense and recalled the difficulties getting the massive jet situated on the property. This is where I don't know some of the UK translation here. He's
0: a math whiz, so. (laughs) Uh,
5: Yeah. Yeah, he said, it came on two articulated lorries. Trucks. Okay. Uh, It was far more enormous than I first envisioned. The fuselage came in on one truck. It came around the corner and turned into the estate. I suddenly thought I bought a Concorde because it looks so big. (laughs) And I thought, oh my God, what have I done?
0: What am I going to do with this thing? A
5: panel of the plane fell off the truck, and they didn't know that right away, and then it stopped traffic for two hours in both directions as they were trying to get it to his house. Okay, Um, so I wonder how much of the $5 million
0: price here is the plane. Is the plane, yeah, right. And he said if the new owner is offended, he'll find a way to move it, either donating it to a museum or keeping it for his family. And what that says to me is that the place where he's going, he doesn't have that much land. He said he's
5: trying to downsize. Yeah, that he he just doesn't want this much land. Yeah, the house is beautiful, set on a lake. I mean, being a mathematician must be good business.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, no kidding. Especially if you're working for the Ministry of Defense. Uh, look, I've I've seen some pretty impressive lawn gnome collections before. I've never seen one with a Harrier jump jet.
5: Did I totally mispronounce it? Is it gnome not genome?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah gnome like a garden gnome. You know the little
5: oh I called it genome. I it. <laughs> Shocking as usual. I know, someone's, I, leave it to the text line. Listen, the show is not scripted. I would never said the word gnome before. To the texter who just texted, did she really say G gnome? I didn't know the G was silent. I, I've never said the word before.
0: Get it's, off my back. It's okay, Jamie. <laughs> God. It's, it's just people throwing tomatoes from the cheap seats. It's fine.
5: Oh, my gosh. Okay, John didn't even correct me. I, just wink at me at some point or something. Like do a do a little sign or something and say, "Hey, dummy, you got that one wrong again." <laughs> um, okay, so if you've got the five million dollars sitting around, you can uh, you can certainly do that. Do we have time? Okay, real quick while we have a second, let's talk about the space elevator, um, because this is all this is really worth. But uh-huh. the space elevator would replace rockets with a cable from Earth to space.
0: Uh, sure it will. Go ahead and try and build that and keep it from collapsing. That's that's what people never take into account when they come up with these ideas. of well, What if we just build a big staircase? Well, yeah, you can, but you've got to figure out a way. I mean, the, they had to rejigger the, the Great Pyramid in Giza when it started crumbling at the bottom because the stuff on top of it was way too heavy
5: okay um there is an architect who has ambitious plans for this um his he admits my designs might not be achievable now uh-huh You think ever? but in the future we'll do that i mean it looks cool
0: <laughs> as long as it looks cool <laughs> yeah but it better be one fast elevator it's <laughs> Gosh.
5: All right. We'll take a break here. Coming up, we'll talk about a restaurant chain that didn't want a woman and wouldn't take her order because of what was happening in the drive-thru. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ.